You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. Radio, Red Heat and Rage at Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Gabriel Moretzi, sitting alongside the Raging Redhead at Cam Stewart as March Madness has begun. You think it's about the, the selection show? That's like New Year's Eve. That's for amateurs, baby. Mark Lawrence is no amateur. He's been to the dance. Mark Lawrence will step up and in. Playbook.com's a Mark Lawrence. Salute. Gamblue.com, who will join us in Las Vegas uh, next uh, week. And uh, speaking of Las Vegas, UNLV running Rebels and Air Force go to overtime. I've got uh, Air Force plus 10, obviously tied, going to overtime. And UNLV are about to take a 10-point lead with one minute left in overtime. I'm on the over of the game as well, and it was sailing over the number. Yeah, this is unbelievable. Here it is. Air Force have the ball with under... uh, under a minute left, taking it to the rack. The kid's going to the line. Is that an N1? It's one of the worst things in sports, having a huge dog and the game going into overtime. I remember one of my biggest bets ever in college, the same thing, Gabe. I had a team at 11 and a half dogs. They lost by 12 in overtime. Never forget it. That was when we were betting real hard, dimes and crazy stuff. That's what I hate it, man. I don't want to, when I see it, just end the game, end the game, end the game. I don't want to even deal with it. You think you got 10? It's crazy. Crazy stuff happens in overtime, man. I once, I once lost an overtime uh, bet in football at uh, plus, plus 13. Oh, God. I was plus 13, and I lost. The other team scored, yep. scored a touchdown. <laughs> I was actually was plus 12 and a half. Yeah, yeah, and then the pick six. Yeah, the other team scored, and then it was a pick six. Unbelievable. Yeah, like I double digits going into overtime, and I managed to lose. That'll happen 0.0000000% Casey, of the one of the time. It was Casey Printers who threw the pass. Oh, for TCU, former BC Lion. It was a BC Lion game. Oh, God. Brutal. It was a BC Lion game. It was brutal. That, that yeah, no, that losing like that, that's just. Uh, and I couldn't. I didn't even, even know how to explain that. The cash out is like a terror, man. Because like it, you know, it's easy to say no. Oh, I should have cashed out when it went to overtime. I mean, we we hit the yeah. we hit the over. Except I'm going to remain. Uh, I'm poly positive right no, now. No, it's only hey, It's we're, eight points right now. There's 58 we're, we're seconds. We're going to get this. Eight points, right? We're going to get this. They'll back go. up to ten. Oh, but, yeah, oh UNLV just missed a free throw, so it's nine. Ooh. And uh, Facebook is a plague uh, on society, but this is one cool thing they have. They have the uh, the Mountain West Conference tournament uh, up. Come on, Air Force, quit, 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 Air Force. No, no, he's going to dunk it now. He missed the dunk. dunk. Oh, my God. (laughs) He missed the dunk. Hit the three. Oh, Oh, bricks. Hit it. No. (laughs) Hit the damn basket. There it is. That was awful. That sequence of bass. If that's what we're looking forward to, March Madness, it's going to be called cardiac madness. I've said it before, Cameron. Oh I'll say it again. God, college was, basketball is bad basketball. It is bad. Like, see, that we, was like we have the sound down, and you don't have the kids shrieking oh, and stuff. You take the crowd away from college. You're just watching a bunch of stooge teenagers oh. miss slam dunks. I, I missed an easy dunk. This, this is unbelievable. I told you though. I got to be poly positive. <laughs> I got nine. It's unbelievable. 
They, I, you know, they were down nine. The kid's smiling now, right now at UNLV. I've got ten points, Cam. I'm down nine. UNLV's going in for the dunk. The kid got all like Jordan-esque. He jumped up. He tried to like. That was. It's yeah. like Matrix-like. The first part was like, holy crap, this looks like he's going to be a great dunk. The kid got stuck in the air and then he missed. Smash. He clanked the actual dunk. Unbelievable for the point spread uh, right now. Oh, that's crazy. No, and it's going to be still close to the number. What are we at right now? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's po- seven. That's why you stay positive. It's seven. That's right. Yeah, everything's going to be do- positive. And you can just saw positive. it, Cam. It took Air Force like four more attempts to hit it. Watching, <laughs> those, watching those guys try to get the basket was took years off my life. That was tough. <sighs> so far, though, hey, let's talk about the tournament, though. Sweat the, the dogs early. You know, uh, Louisville was a two-and-a-half-point dog against Florida State. They got it done. Very scary. Uh, they had a nice 22-point lead in that game florida state creep back but they got two down early what's going on here <laughs> you sound stressed and colorado hey colorado's a seven point dog and they're colorado. Yeah, me too go buffaloes they're, they're leading arizona state 41 37 right now so conference tournament plays rocking and rolling and hey the dogs so far look pretty good early and boston college was a was a what three and a half point dog and they're beating nc state by 10 so 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 far the dogs are barking 71 uh, 59 in that basketball game. And I keep on not jumping in on the in-game over of that game. And it's really pissing me off that I'm not. Mark Lawrence will join us. We'll talk college basketball. I like a lot of dogs tonight, Cam, in the Big East uh, tonight. Madison Square Garden, Big East uh, basketball. we got a great matchup uh, tonight. This is the Mike Cardano uh, special. St. John's. You know Cardano's a St. John's. Uh, Red Storm. Red Storm. Yeah, he was actually there in the Chris Mullen days. Good times. Ron Artest. Chris Mullen, now, of course, head coach uh, of uh, the Red Storm. No longer the Redmen. Um, You know the McGill University uh, team in Montreal? They're still the Redmen. They are the Redmen. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They're not too bad. But it turns out like the Redmen, it's not like a Redskins thing. No, they're just the red, like, the red men. Like, they're, yeah. It's like an engineering it term is. or something. That's exactly. It's a very smart school. Yeah, yeah, there it is. It is. They're yeah. smart. Yeah. Exactly. They're red men. No, no, it's not like a That's fellow. what I said to the guy, they too. got shaken down, and they said, listen, <laughs> let us educate you on this, all right? <laughs> We're red men. Yeah. We're not. Yeah. It's not. It has nothing to do with any native. Yeah, it's, it's red men. It's sort of like. No like, skin tone, just brains. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, it's, it's an engineering stud department. Yeah, it's like a term of endearment for being a brainiac or something like that. I know. I'm with you. McGill. Yeah, exactly. You know what the best is, too? I mean, you walk around with guys, like, you see, like, not many people wear their, like, you know, college jackets or anything like that, but people from McGill are, hey, I'm proud. I'm an no, they, engineer. They want to show off. <laughs> McGill I'm is smart. A Canada's Ivy League school. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> you know what's funny, Cam? I used to live uh, right near the campus, and uh, I used to walk through the campus every day, and I became buddies uh, with the fullback on the team. People actually thought I went to school there. Nice. Getting a good education at McGill. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I'm going to get screwed. It's nine. They just fouled the kid. Oh, they missed God. another putback. They missed another putback. So how do I, I got to come so over So, basically, if he, if he hits both, I'm going to lose. There's no, 14 no, no, seconds no, no, you're left. not going to lose. If he hits both, look at this guy's got <laughs> Wyoming fan. <laughs> Wyoming Cowboy fans got money on Yeah, the Wyoming's game. like, don't hit the free throw. I know, it's <laughs> Vegas. He's like, don't hit the free. Come on, miss, miss, miss. Yes! Clank. Yes! Miss again. Miss again, kid. Come on. Miss. Wow, UNLV down the stretch. Miss dunk. Miss free throws. Interesting. Freaking Air Force, man. These freaking military academies. They won't quit. No, they don't. I know. It's it's good and it's bad. I need you to quit. Everything's hard for Air Force, but they're trying. That's the good news. Everything's difficult for these guys. Nothing comes easy. God. Come on, man. Come on. (laughs) Miss, miss, miss. 
Okay, so it's 10 right now. What, you got a half point? You need, you know what you need? I got a push right now. You need a basket. They're going to foul after if they miss, no, probably. Don't worry. They'll, they'll, come on. And, yeah! Oh! Hey, three. Yes! <laughs> yes! No, they're letting them dribble it out. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Falcons. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> that's baby, fa- no, baby that is, Falcon. That's, <laughs> that's the Falcon who got clipped, but he's still covered. <laughs> I still got half the worm. Good for the Falcon. Good for the Falcons. Oh, dude, that kid, that was a tough three. I love it, too. That three hit, too. That Look was it. a contested three. This is this is just Facebook. And you don't think gambling runs the world? Hearts broken. Push. Win. Yes. Like, it's, this is like, nobody, nobody, who in the, who's watching this game right now besides people that have money on it? Not many. Nobody. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, Not many. Like, unless, you know, like, you're, bad, you're not much of a basketball purist that you just watched Air Force and UNLV. It was a crappy game. That's why you bet on it. What did Mo Sislak say to Homer, Gabe? Hey, Homer, if it moves, you can bet on it. Winner. <laughs> That's what it's Winner. all about. Close. Hey, no, these. Hey, hey, NC State's starting to claw back a little bit. The Wolfpack. Oh, they're down six now. They were down huge. So things are going to get real interesting in these games. So we'll see what happens, man. I know we're both. Uh, are we're both on the Wolfpack? Boom! Hit Louisville in the over. Yep. Uh, just hit uh, Air Force in the over. Good start to so the nice day. Nice little uh, four four wins. Yep. Um, Good start to the day. I did lose an in-game Coastal Carolina. Chanticleers? You went digging deep with Coastal Carolina. You stupid punks. You know who went to Coastal Carolina? Who's that? Dustin Johnson. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. <laughs> Coastal I Carolina. You know what? I didn't know that. I, I, it's not like McGill. I don't think there's very, very many engineers who go to that school. What did Dustin uh, Johnson major? <laughs> Cocaine <laughs> chopping? <laughs> Cocaine chop to 101. <laughs> Lawn maintenance. I, I have no. I have no idea. But yeah, Coastal Carolina. The Chanticleers fighting rooster. Where's he from? He's from. I think. Uh, what state is he from? He's from. Pearsley. Uh, I, 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 I think he's from I never, Alabama. I, I never thought about it before. I always. I always assumed he's just like a California dude. No. 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 Dustin no. Johnson. No, no. I think he's more from the south. Yeah, we'll find out here. I gotta. Does I, he have an accent? Oh yeah. Really? Well, well, you know, he's got. It's kind of mellow, but like. Yeah, he, he talks he's, low. He's got right? a. Low, yeah. He's got a southern drawl. He's got a little bit of a drawl. He is actually born in Columbia, South Carolina, Gabe. Columbia? Okay, that Columbia, makes sense. Yeah. Then, so he went to Coastal Carolina. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's yeah. Chanticleer. Married to Paulina Gretzky. Yeah, now what? Now where does he live now? He lives in what, Beverly Hills or something? <laughs> Probably. I think he's got a house in California and in Florida. That's the thing. When you're a good golfer on tour, you got multiple dwellings. You don't have just one house. <laughs> he's everywhere. Yeah, like Tiger Woods. Oh, yeah, Tiger Woods got a Tiger house, Woods house had, in every state. Tiger Woods had a house for, like, the uh, the, the blonde bimbo porn stars. <laughs> he had a house, like, uh, for, for the Asian ones. He had a separate, like, yeah. whole block, whole block of party houses. Exactly. That's how they roll. Yeah, Columbia, South Carolina. That's where he's from. Actually, put together a uh, put together a golf lineup right here, Cam. Did you really? I think it's, uh, a, pretty, I think it's a pretty good one. Yeah. Let me see. And you know what? I never take moops, but he plays well in this tournament. I think he's pretty cheap. He's a heavy hitter, long course. Actually, I'll tell you who I really, really like on your team that I 
I debated as my top guy, Tony Finau. He's in my six pack this week. I think he might win the tournament this week. He's twenty eight to one, and I think that's a great pick. Yeah. Also, Louis Oosthuizen plays well in Florida. That's Streelman. a good pick. You know what Kevin Streelman is? Very steady. Ben, that's what you need ben, on this yeah, course. Ben Martin is a, a guy that can play ben well. Ben Martin's my value and pick. And Adam Hadwin is the defending champion. We'll talk more about this with our boy Tony Sincata. Gabe, I got two lineups. One with the I did a, a studs and scrubs, and I did a mediocre one. So yeah, I actually entered uh, two contests today already for, for the golf tournament. Should be a great tournament at Valst Bar, man. It's, uh, Ooh, don't look, the, oh, don't, don't look now. Oh, my God. NC State. NC State. Don't ever give up. Don't ever give up. When I was down in your lobby before I came up, I uh, the, the concierge, the nice concierge, was actually nice in the Marenzi Studios today. It was uh, The other guy gives me attitude. I don't know what's up with that guy, but uh, he's got a real problem. With, uh, the, the earlier guy doesn't like anybody. He doesn't no. talk to anybody. Yeah, but the, the afternoon guy's really friendly. He's like, hey, yeah. how you doing? So I just had a coffee with him, and while I was doing that, I, I live bet NC State at plus nine and a half. So. Oh, nine and, and a half. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Well, well, Boston College oh. was up 14 I need NC when State. I came to the studio. I need NC State to win this game. I think we just... Uh, tied her up. 77-75. Oh, no, you're, oh you're, ahead of me. you're ahead of me by a little bit. Yeah, yeah we've got uh, we've got a tie game, Arizona State and Colorado. Mark Lawrence will join us in a couple of moments. We'll talk some college basketball. So we were talking about the Chris Mullen St. John stuff earlier. Listen, they didn't have a great year or anything like that, but they're going in the right direction. They beat Duke this year. That's something to be proud of. Yeah, they beat Duke, and I think they beat Villanova, too. Yeah, they, yes, they did. They beat Villanova back and to Duke. Back-to-back games. Yep. St. John's had that nice role. Yeah, no, they, they, they played some decent basketball down the stretch. And uh, the Georgetown Hoyas, not people really didn't expect much from Patrick Ewing's Hoyas this year, but very young team. He recruited well, scrappy team, but this is going to be uh, fun stuff. So you got Patrick Ewing versus Chris Mullen again in Madison. No, and it's actually, um, it's um, not at Madison Square Garden, though. It's at uh, Barclays Center. That would have been cool if it was Madison Square Garden, the old Indiana Pacers versus the Knicks in oh, the yeah, memories. Yeah, yeah. And St. John's, yeah, exactly. John's, Georgetown. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's not, I know, I keep thinking MS just yeah, feels no, no, like right. MSG. Wait, we've been watching this stuff for years. It doesn't, Barclays just doesn't seem like the place. It's just it's very weird. I'm with you. I love MSG. No, excuse me. It is MSG. Yeah, yeah, and I'm confused by who, who, who's this, at Barclays. This, sorry, this NC State game's at Barclays. But the other Notre Dame, at, I'm confused. Notre Dame are at Barclays tonight. Big East is at MSG, MSG. ACC Barclays, See, okay. my bad. Yeah. And the Big Ten was just at MSG. Well, you know what the problem is? Half of those teams used to be in the Big <laughs> Everyone well, was yeah, in yeah, the Big East. Very good point. Like, that's the way it is. You're a good call, Cam. Like, it's freaking confusing. No. Syrac- I, like, when I like think that's I, why I was confused today. How the today. hell is Syracuse AC when they're Big East? I grew and up and they're all, Big East. they're all playing in the same day. So it's like, and it's in New York. So you're just sort of like, yeah, it's at MSG, When Georgetown right? played Syracuse, it was a Big East battle. That's that the, would be awesome if they had the ACC and the Big East tournament at the MSG on the same day. Exactly. That would, that, be, that would be wicked. You're right. Throw you get, you get an ACC game, and all right, now we get a Big East game. An ACC game, now you get a Big East game. New I, York City. What, man, if you're a college basketball fan this week, the place York, to be. Man, you go to, you know, right now, you, you go to MSG, you, you're watching the game, boom, man, you just hop on, you hop on the subway, bam. You're at MSG tonight. For you're at Barclays right now. You're at MSG tonight for for the Big East stuff. Yeah, you get the you get the. If you're down south, you want to be in Vegas for the Kurt tournament games, and if you're up north, you want to be in New York. That's basically the way it is. But I'm confusing myself. Let's just stop talking about where these teams are playing. They're all in New York. Uh, Notre Dame actually camp. Hard to believe they played this many damn games here, but they're actually eight and two at the Barclays Center. Interesting. Actually, kind Notre of- Dame have fans everywhere. Virginia Tech is the trap tonight. 
I like Notre Dame tonight. Yeah, Notre Dame's the pick. Of course it is because they. No, because yesterday they were flat against Pitt. Exactly. Everybody's out there saying, "Oh, they couldn't. They couldn't even blow Pitt out." Yes. Whatever, man. They were seventeen-point favorites. They knew they could just coast. They got through it. And another thing is, Notre Dame were like two of eighteen from three-point land yesterday or something. We'll talk to Mark Lawrence about it. It's not going to happen again. You know what they were though? They were good from the charity stripe. I think they were twenty-four for twenty-six. So I'm very happy with that. You know, the thing. The thing with Virginia Tech, good, good team camp. But the thing with Vaught Tech is. Yeah, they beat Duke. That's in Blacksburg with all those crazy fans, and they're cranking Metallica in between breaks and stuff. I don't know why more teams don't do that. The basketball, you start cranking yeah, metal and stuff. Exactly. It freaks people out. Yeah, people rattle. They're not used to it. No, it's like a lot of these kids are kind of <laughs> like you got yeah. like you know this you know you know jump jump, and they sort of have like party music at a lot of the schools. Virginia Tech goes the other way. Yeah. You it's say like you want Megadeth to be angrier. The, yeah, it's like Megadeth and Metallica. <laughs> yeah. Symphony of Destruction. Dun, 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 dun. And like there's, you got like 20,000 kids right. jumping to Metallica at once. Yeah, even the Virginia Tech football game is a little more aggressive than other schools. Oh, yeah, they play like Pantera and stuff like they do. Virginia other, other Tech, schools are like, let's have fun. So one thing I'll say about like the Hokies, yeah, their DJs at their sporting events, I like his style. He goes heavy. You know who plays the best music in the NHL? Dallas Stars. Yeah, of course they do. It's all Pantera. They're friends with Pantera. Slayer. Yeah. We can talk about the party with the cup. Pantera did some things You know who it. plays the worst music? Mike Florio. <laughs> Red Heat and Rage Radio continues. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fancy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. That's better, Florio. <laughs> Much better. Florio likes to pull your strings. I gotta tell you, you, you never know when the horns are coming or a little piano. Then he'll, then he'll give you a couple jabs with some uh, guitar riffs. We want a heavy theme today, Florio. Heavy. Yeah, which means if if I hear that song that you always play at six forty, the one that six forty break. Went Was it like the mighty boss tones or something? <laughs> Hey, Gabe's having fun. Please cover the spread. I don't don't mind this. It's kind of like a party. Hey, Hey. Air Force covered, man. Can NC State come back for us? Do we have Mark Lawrence? Is Mark Lawrence ready to go? Mr. Mark Lawrence, Lawrence. playbook.com, joins us. Who wasn't with us last week. I want to wish... uh, Mrs. Uh, Lawrence, a, a happy birthday. Happy Mark, birthday. Uh, Mark took her to Orlando, which I don't understand because Mark loves his wife, and, and then he turns around and he takes her to Orlando for a day. <laughs> How you doing, Mark? Hey, Mark. <laughs> me, 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 and Cam, we, me, me and Cam spent a month in Orlando one night. 
<laughs> Let's just say One we night, had a really yeah. interesting experience in Orlando. Yeah, Mark. I, it, I, it didn't end very well at Mike Dicka's resort. No, I'm just kidding. If you're <laughs> if you're a dignified gentleman that's yeah. married and wants to go out for that's a nice a dinner and a place, nice yeah. walk out on the boardwalk, yeah. and Orlando's a nice town. If you're single goofs like yeah, us, if you're it's single not your degenerates place. like me and Cam who are uh, pissed drunk at four in the afternoon and walking through drive-throughs, uh, <laughs> yeah. then you probably get picked up by Orlando PD. But uh, that's that's besides the point. So, Mark, how you doing? <laughs> well, safe to say I'm the former and not the latter. Yes, uh, we had a good time up in Orlando. <laughs> and, uh, you know, hey, you have to do what you have to do. You've been married 50 years. Uh, whatever the wife wants, the wife gets, if you know what I'm saying. Congratulations. You know what they say, Mark? Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> Right? And that, that is exactly the truth. <laughs> you know what they say? What? No wife, no strife. <laughs> That's a good one. I made that up. That was very strong. Right now. It's not bad. No wife, no strife. No, no, but Mark, uh, Mark's got a lo- lovely, uh, lovely yeah, wife. And that's, congratulations, 50 years. Unbelievable. I actually, a- I actually met her at uh, the IFPC in, in Costa Rica. So, uh, Mark, we just started off uh, the show. Uh, I was really getting into this, man. Nothing worse, Mark. I had Air Force plus the points, goes to overtime, and then boom. They're actually down by nine with like 30 seconds, Mark. Kid on UNLV could have bumped it up to 11 and all but assured like after that that they weren't going to cover the nine and a half. He misses the The dunk. Air Force gets a layup after, hits a three, barely ends up covering in overtime. Unbelievable. The March Madness has begun. But I got to tell you, Mark, the dogs are barking, man. Oh. From conference to conference to conference, the dogs are barking, man. It's the favorites are getting crushed. What's well, that time of the year? The dogs get that new life this time of the year, getting ready either for the conference tourney or the big dance. And, you know, what they didn't do during the regular season, it's time to step up and deliver right now. It's no surprise to me. The dogs really love this time of the year. <laughs> Boston College and uh, NC State right now, guys. Uh, what 85, 84, 40 seconds what remaining. What a battle. What a battle. And we've had a lot of, uh, you know, 85, 85. Let's go. Poly positive, baby. Poly positive. <laughs> you know, Mark, uh, I figure you'd respect our picks. You know, we're on uh, the Colorado Buffaloes right now, yep. plus the points and the over. Sailing over the number right now. But let's jump in talking about these underdogs uh, tonight. And what a matchup we have tonight. Now, listen, stylistically, from a basketball perspective, Mark, you know, Georgetown and, uh, and St. John's, these, are, these guys aren't going to the NCAA tournament. But you give me Patrick Ewing. You give me Georgetown, you give me uh, St. John's and Chris Ball in in, uh, in New York City. It doesn't get much better than that. No, they've already taken Johnny's out twice this year. No respect here for the Hoyas in this basketball game. I think that, that dog, again, I think barks in this basketball game here tonight. Johnny's did pull a couple upsets this year, but their role was as a dog, not as a favorite. I'm with you. I think the Hoyas plus the points here. Yeah, Marco's uh, Gabe gave me a piece of the, the, the coffee cook club, which I like to read when I'm having a coffee. And uh, a great point you brought up, Georgetown, 20-6 and six straight up in first tournament games, and they're getting points in that situation. So I hate to go against the boss, Morenci, but I think the Hoyas might have to be on the ticket tonight. I think that might be a good play, points and money line. I think it works both ways. Like you say, points and money line. A lot of that 20-6, and six obviously, was built with Patrick Ewing, uh, John Thompson, that whole crew there. They're probably not anything close to that right now, but 20-6 and six is 20-6. and six. That makes for a nice money line proposition, especially if you like the dog in the game. We should note that the money's pouring in on the Hoyas uh, right now, down to, down to three and a half. Uh, down, down to three and a half in this uh, basketball game. 
Um, intriguing card uh, this evening. The Big East is, is fun, but Mark, yeah, we got Bedlam tonight, man. We got Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. It's amazing. About a month ago, there was talk about Trey Young and LeBron James talking about, oh, yeah, how he has to go to the draft and Oklahoma this and Oklahoma that. These guys legitimately, there's talk about them being in the play-in game uh, right now. If they lose this, but this is great because, you know, Bedlam, obviously, such a great rivalry on the gridiron. But now these two teams face off in a Big 12 conference tournament uh, in St. Louis. Um, Oklahoma, one-point favorite, said both teams on the bubble, Mark. So you got you got real rivals. The alums hate each other. And it's a massive basketball game. The loser of this game could be on the outside looking into March Madness. I think they could, Gabe. And uh, I think you make a great point here that if Oklahoma is still on the bubble after this game, they will likely be in a play-in game because they want Young in this tournament here. They love to have his presence in the tournament. But you got two teams going in opposite directions right now. Oklahoma can't find uh, can't find the hole, and Oklahoma State is playing their best basketball of the season right now, and they're the dog in the contest. I think the pressure's all on the Sooners in this game. Yeah, Mark, uh, interesting game, a little, a little bit off the radar, not as glamorous, but uh, a team that was actually good to me and Gabe down the stretch was DePaul, Gabe. I remember people giving you grief in the Seton Hall game when they actually covered in this game, and a lot of trends going against Marquette here. Marquette, the Golden Eagles, 1-13 ATS in conference play with a, a three or more days rest in this one. Uh, a lot of stuff, Mark, reading your database, and uh, DePaul getting five and a half is a little bit in- intriguing, even though it's hard to throw it down with the Blue Demons. It's a good set for DePaul here as well. Cam, you take a look. They're coming in off the loss. Marquette's off the win. And we pointed out in the coffee club this morning that Marquette, when they go into conference tournament play, they're off back-to-back wins. Ten games in a row, they've lost straight up and against the spread. I think DePaul's another live dog in the card here tonight. You can make cases for dogs. I think this, this is one of the better ones on the card tonight. This is the one that I don't like, guys. This is this is the one that I don't like. Listen, DePaul played. Uh, DePaul, DePaul had a nice last game, but ultimately they're they're not very good. No, they're not very good. No, they're, they're not. Their little cover run is over, Cam. That was like a month ago and stuff. They're they're beaten down. And like you know, the, all the numbers are against Marquette here. Marquette are also on the bubble. I just think Marquette are going to be two guys. I think DePaul hangs around in this game. But Marquette eventually pulls away. I mean, it you know, could be famous last words that I say yeah, that. You never know. You know. A, game, a dog that I do like tonight. I don't understand this uh, this line, Mark. Oregon State and Washington uh, tonight. Washington Huskies have gotten a lot of respect uh, this year. Plus two and a half uh, with the Washington Huskies against the Oregon State Beavers tonight. I like the Huskies in this spot. I do, too. you got a number 7 seed taking uh, taking a bucket from a number 10 seed. There's a lot of people out there that seem to like Oregon State in Vegas anyway. Uh, I don't know why. They're just, to me, a mediocre basketball team, and I think Washington is the better team here. Their record is better than theirs. You like dogs that are have better records than their opponents, and they're taking points in these tournament games. Uh, I think this is an Oregon State team that's overrated, and I think the oddsmakers have got the wrong favorite in the game. I agree with you. Me and Cam were talking about this game earlier. I'm looking forward to your take on this one. Notre Dame and yes, Virginia Tech. Yes. Um, one interesting thing, man, Notre Dame, they have alum everywhere, right? It's like Michigan uh, last week in New York, man. It, it was, they, they take over the place. Dude, it was louder there, like Michigan fans, than it is in Ann Arbor. So you had all these New York City, Michigan alums. Notre Dame have alums everywhere, and you can pick them out because they're the ones picking their nose to show off their rings. Um, 
Uh, yeah, it's, it's an old, old Notre Dame joke. Yeah, you, you like that, right? Yes. yes, I do. That's what they say, Mike. You, you can always tell a Notre Dame grad he's like picking his nose to show off his ring. Uh, uh, Mark likes the old school humor. Right? I, I like it too. <laughs> like a, a modern millennial will be like, that's not funny. Yeah, I don't no, get I, it. Why I, is he picking his nose I, with I, a ring? I love those jokes. I love those jokes. Because he's kid. That's why. Exactly. But without being saying, listen, they're eight and two at Barkley Center, Mark. Notre nope. Dame fits like a glove uh, into the into uh, into Brooklyn and into New York, sort of like Duke, Notre Dame. There's these teams that they go into New York, they feel right at home. Notre Dame feels at home. To me, Virginia Tech are a much more dangerous team when they have their psychotic fans going crazy up there in Blackburg. I like Notre Dame here, and I think a lot of people are going to be scared of Notre Dame because they look kind of pedestrian yesterday against Pitt. Yeah, they did look uh, pedestrian against Pitt. Uh, they did it all at the free throws. Right? 22 out of 25 in the second half in that basketball game. Couldn't hit the side of a barn outside the paint in that contest here. But again, we're talking about, uh, once again, a higher-seeded dog in Virginia Tech against a Notre Dame basketball team that I don't think is going to go anywhere. In fact, I don't think Notre Dame is going to make the NCAA basketball tournament. If they go out here, for sure they won't. But I think even with the win, I think they're going to have troubles here. I think Virginia Tech's the better basketball team in there the dog in the game. Hey, Mark, we got to talk. Uh, some of these, uh, you know, the, the pre-tournament before the, before the big dance, this is crazy stuff when line movement is concerned. And I take a look at the SEC. We have Vanderbilt taking on Georgia. Georgia laying two and a half. But Marenzi, the total going from 135 and a half in some places to a buck 31. They're wrong. We it's going to go over. It's going to go, yeah. We might see some, well, you get, if you like the over, we see some line value. But, Mark, I'll tell you, some of these line movements have been insane. Yeah, they've been moving violently here, and they're going to continue to keep doing so. There's no doubt about that. As far as this game is concerned here, I think the Georgia Bulldogs are a nice side in this contest here. You've got a winning team that's playing a losing team. The winner's off a loss. The loser's off an upset underdog win. And to help make the matters for Georgia here tonight, Vandy took them out by 15 points earlier this year. You're not going to take Vanderbilt's not going to beat anybody, drill anybody. There's not good enough of a basketball team. I think Georgia rolls in this game tonight. I like where you're going with that. I like yeah. the Georgia Bulldogs. Go Georgia. I'm only going to, I can't disagree with Mark on multiple games, right? I'm going to lose if I don't. I'll disagree on the Marquette, uh, the Marquette uh, angle. Um, what else do we have that's interesting uh, tonight? That game, that game is intriguing. Syracuse and North Carolina. Uh, Syracuse, another team that's on the bubble, uh, Mark. Syracuse uh, getting seven and a half tonight against uh, the, the Tar Heels. Totals 141 and a half. Feels a little low. I'm going to be going with the over. What's your opinion on the side here with the orange and, and the heels? I'd probably grab the points with Syracuse just because of the number. You're talking a touchdown in a basketball game with Jim Beheim postseason tournament here. North Carolina, the defending national champions. They got that target on their back coming into this contest as well. Put a gun to my head. I'd probably have to take the points with Beheim and the Orange in the game. Hey Mark, switching gears to the NBA tonight, uh, a couple trends that are interesting. Utah, 5-1 and one ATS versus the Central Division. The Pacers uh, don't play very well as well. Their ATS record pretty bad. A real tight basketball game, but uh, a lot of uh, information in the database says uh, you might be uh, whipping out the, the saxophone tonight and playing some jazz. Yeah, we're going to play some jazz tonight with Utah here. Indiana took them out up in Utah by 15 in their earlier meeting this season here. I like that, and I like the fact that uh, you've got Indiana in 
in here off the window. I think is playing some better basketball here right now. And in fact, I they think they're going to end up, and they're going to end up being probably a surprise team in the playoffs here this season. If for no other reason, uh, the play of Oladipo has been terrific this year. And, and you got a player that's not with the team that was, I think, a cancer last year in Paul George. So it's, I think it all makes Indiana a better team this year. But I like the situation tonight for Utah. I like them to avenge that 15-point beatdown at home. Yeah, we've seen Paul George really hasn't helped uh, Westbrook and Oklahoma City all that much either. I said it before, and I'll say it again. Oklahoma City are a better team when Westbrook is the guy, and yep. he just has a bunch of other dudes around him. But he just goes off and scores 50, and everyone else just sort of hustles. Yeah, he they, take the team on his back. Yeah, yeah. but when he distributes, they just don't have that same yeah, kind of killer instinct. The chemistry isn't there with George. But you mentioned it, Mark. The Pacers playing some really good basketball right now. Every freaking game they play in is so close, too. It's like the That's last few games true. they play, they all come right down to the wire. Uh, the Pacers just 1-5 against the spread at home versus Northwest uh, Division opponents. The big game tonight in the association is the Denver Broncos. Um, counterparts, the Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets. Great, great sports city uh, down there, man. You got the you got the football stadium, Coors, and then the arena where the Avalanche and the Nuggets play all right there. It's a great, great sports setting down there. It's going to be a big game uh, tonight. Nuggets played last night, coming off a loss. I almost like that. Uh, I like that uh, better. Cleveland just can't get on track, uh, Mark. The spread, people are buying into this, though. People are liking the Nuggets tonight. 6-0 against the spread at home, coming off three-plus away games. And it's interesting because normally when teams go on road trips and they come back home, they lose. But I like the fact that they actually lost last night and that they played last night. I'm not bothered by the fact they played last night. I think they're going to be so fired up. Adrenaline, national television, LeBron and company in there. And the Cavaliers are pretty banged up uh, tonight as well. Their lineup's getting pretty beaten down. And uh, Completed. You know what? What do you make of this basketball game? Does the three and a half scare you away now? Well, the three and a half, I don't like. Obviously, I like the better at two and a half, where it opened with Denver here in the situation here that it was two and a half because they had played last night, so they, you know, you got a little bit of value there that way. But two teams going in opposite directions here. Cleveland comes in off a twenty-two point win. Denver off that eleven point loss last night here. I think Denver's the better basketball team going onto the court here tonight. I got to back them at home. The Raptors yeah. play again tonight, guys. Okay. The Raptors couldn't have played any worse. Down the stretch, they find a way to cover again. It's unbelievable. Again. It was 86-83 Raptors yeah. with like eight minutes left. I, know. I went to the store, and I was outraged. I'm like, this is the worst performance of the year it by was. far. It was. And I was like, man, you guys are unbelievable. you got to take care of it. And then the second unit went nuts. Now they lay five tonight uh, against the Detroit Pistons. The Raptors just keep racking up the W's in covers, uh, Mark. They do. Uh, bad situation for Toronto, just given the way the game sets, if you will. Detroit off a 22-point beating, 29-point loss to Toronto earlier this year. You'd think that would get Detroit's attention here, but two teams, much the superior team in Toronto. That's why they're the favorite with no rest tonight. I'm not going to play the game. I don't like the, uh, Toronto playing without rest here in this basketball game, but put a gun to my head, I'd probably lean to Toronto just because they're going to the playoffs and Detroit is not. Hey, Mark, it's always a pleasure, my man. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. I look forward to uh, next week's playbook and then March Madness breakdown. Thanks for the time. Just remember this, Gabe, as I go out, big, ugly dog tonight, Florida Atlantic. Big, ugly dog. Ooh, Florida Atlantic. All right, we get it, Florida. You want to go on vacation. You're tired. (laughs) What, 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 Florio, what are you hinting at here?
You might not see any palm trees or cacti out your window, but spring training is here, so it's time to draft. And here on the Fantasy Baseball Hour with Al Melkier, we have everything you need to assemble your best team. We'll be breaking down all the offseason player movement and zeroing in on the trends that will keep you ahead of your league mates on draft day and beyond. So tune in to the Fantasy Baseball Hour with Al Melkier from Monday to Friday right here on Fantasy Sports Radio between 3 and 4 p.m. Eastern or between noon and 1 p.m. Pacific time. And I'll see you out there on the virtual diamond. Scout Fantasy Sports. I don't like the unlimited DL thing. You shouldn't just be able to have all these guys in the DL. It can be an unfair advantage. How is it an unfair advantage, Doc? You're losing players who are productive, and you're picking up less productive players off the waiver wire. There is an element of stashing. I have nobody injured. My roster's 29 guys. Your roster's 34. Would you rather have five guys on the DL or none? I will take none every day of the week. Weekdays, 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and on popular podcast providers. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true Fantasy Baseball Hour with Al Melchior. So I went until my sixth pick to take Masahiro Tanaka. And I got to say, I'm liking my pitching staff okay. I've got a bunch of number two starters. I just don't have a real ace. I've got guys I like too. I got Zach Ali, Luis Castillo, and Alex Wood. These are kind of polarizing pitchers. I got Luis Castillo towards the back end of ZDP according to these drafts. So that's pretty cool. Listen live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and on popular podcast providers. Game time decisions for Heat and Rage Radio. I'm Gabriel Moretzi. Thanks to Mark Lawrence for joining us on the program. We have a programming announcement uh, to make. There will be no... Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. 
Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Yeah, we apologize uh, for that. That's actually on me. That was on me. We got uh, knocked into Wi-Fi uh, mode for oh, a second. Spinning wheel. You hate, you hate seeing the spinning wheel. He just goes round and around and around. And it's it's like it's got no, colors, it's, too. It's like, oh, no. Yeah, it was actually on me. Listen, we got like 80 million cables sitting here, all right? It's crazy. Got a million, million, you know, we're, we're testing mics out. We're doing this. We're doing yeah. that. It's my bad. Yeah. Snakes in a board. Everything's good. It's not chaos coming or anything. I'm an idiot. There's a lot of cords, though. You're right. There's a, they look like like snakes everywhere. All we see is cords. Like yeah, they're no. everywhere. We're gonna um, we're gonna go over uh, we're gonna go over it uh, this weekend. We're uh, renovating Melrose Place Studios. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Because there's just too much. It's too much chaos, Cam. It's too much, uh, too much chaos. So we got to get like the cables and just everything locked in. Yeah. Tape cables to the floor. Because yeah, as it is now, like I'm tripping over stuff. You know. <laughs> I hope you got the crew on cheap, Moretzi. We got a lot of bills to pay. I hope uh, I hope these guys work for 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 uh, smoothies. <laughs> yeah. At least we're winning some basketball games. Hey, if you had Boston College, more power to you guys for uh, ninety-one to eighty-seven. They got it done against NC State there. But I'll tell you, man, uh, they, uh, NC State that live bet at uh, plus nine and a half. Morency came through for me, so it turned out to be a nice split. But you said it. The dogs keep on barking. Boston College plus three and a half in that game. Yeah, good call. Good, good call right there. Yeah, well, the, the live, the live line. You had it. You knew NC State was coming back, but uh, come on, that's absolutely crazy. Like the offering nine and a half, I thought was a lot of line value. Do you have an opinion on this uh, five thirty game coming up in the Pac twelve? We have uh, the California Golden Bears taking on uh, Stanford. Interesting game. Stanford laying eight and a half points in this game. Total one forty one out of the Pac twelve. That's an ugly game. Yeah, it's an ugly, ugly game. Like you want to take Cal, you want to take Cal, but I don't. I, and I don't feel confident laying eight and a half points with the Cardinal. Like they're not. They're not the same old Cardinal as they were before. But they're Cal, much better than Cal. Yes, Cal is an eight and twenty-three team. They suck. There's no. There's no denying no, the, speak, the Golden Bears are one of the worst teams in, in the Pac. Speak, they're, they're awful. Speaking of underdogs, though, Cam in the Pac-12, Colorado Buffaloes. Winning outright, seventy-seven, sixty-eight right now. I wish I had more in the money line. I wimped out. I, I took the, I took the oh, seven good call, points. Good call. I the money the, line. I didn't no, take no. Money line. I only know, but I'm only saying I didn't bet. I, I've got Colorado in the over. We're talking now. We're moving into like six and one territory here in college exactly. basketball today. We're on a roll. Are, are your units high too? So that would be a good thing. My, the problem, no. yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't lie to you. I bet I'm betting fifties and uh, money lines for like twenty five half units. So yeah, I'm going slow and slow and steady. The thing is, there's a lot of games. If we're betting two hundred or three hundred a game, and we're betting on twenty games, we can get absolutely smoked. So I'm thinking the the fifty dollar key to gambling yeah, is and listen, I've money been, management. Yeah, and it's, unit it's, management. It's not easy, but the best way to gamble, guys. If you're betting a lot of games and stuff, is to bet the same amount I on do. the games. The same amount on the games. Now, there's going to be an instance where I put a little bit more, a couple of bucks more in a game, or you know, here or there. But 
as soon as you get into, and I've done this, and I do it all the time, and I might end up doing it today. I did it last night. I do it all the time. I'll put the same on every game. Last night, I had 300 bucks on the Warriors at once last night. I had, like, I was sweating out the Pelican game in the late night hours uh, last night. Usually late at night, I end up putting more money on games because I get just a little bit more reckless. <laughs> well, it's also, you're doing shows, de- degenerates are there. Come on, guys, let's ride it together. It's almost like a family betting club, and things get a little oh, bit heated. It is. It's been a nice run the last uh, two nights I, with the family. Like, you like when the family gets paid. Yeah, every, everybody's <laughs> been very happy. I got to tell you, life's a lot better when you win. Yeah, you said, but what did Bobby Riggs say in the movie? You guys are losers. You're not here, just bad gamblers. Terrible gamblers. Terrible gamblers, exactly. You're not here. You're not here because you're gamblers. You're here because you're terrible Terrible gamblers. gamblers. That's a great line. Great line. I will say this, though. I pulled the U last night with the live betting. And uh, that's another thing that can get dangerous. If you're playing the same units, you got to stick to it. I was clicking on the same game live, and then I'm like, ooh, and then I got smoked. See, that's the problem. And then you end up losing an extra two or $300 there. Thank God I had the Ducks last night. But i got to get out of those bad habits too, man. It's easy to keep on going click, click, click. You know it, Gabe. Yeah, you get caught up. You get caught up in the game because you're, you're watching it. You're going well, on feeling penny, this. Pennywise pound crazy, exactly. right? you got you got to uh, you got to keep your eye on the, on the prize. So Colorado's up 79-71 uh, right now. Now they're getting they're getting eight points. The game's already gone over the number. We've already cashed that over. No overtime, please. App State and Arkansas, Little Rock, ninety-one sixty-one. A couple of minutes left in that game. Colorado State and Utah State. You know, Colorado State are really down this year. I didn't really trust Utah State laying the points, but I didn't touch this. I'm not betting every game on the board. Did you see the story? They were actually because Larry Eustachy, He remember when he got axed, right? right. They're actually thinking about that. Uh, WNBA uh, lady. She's like some legend as the new coach of the Colorado State men's team. It's a big story that was developing. They're like they were talking about it. I forget her. I forget her name though. But she was uh, Becky Hammond. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly who it is. Yeah, good call, Gabe. That's exactly who it is. Yeah, they were talking about her actually coaching the men's team for. Hey, remember Larry Eustachy? That guy used to love a keg party at Iowa State. Hey, let's go, kegger. That guy's always involved in like this is interesting. Some party. Yeah, yeah good see call, yeah, Becky. Uh, Becky Hammond's yeah, a top good. candidate for the Colorado State job. I said before that she would be the first coach in the NBA. Good call. She'll be like the first woman's coach, and here it is right now. She's a good hire. Like, if, if you're Colorado State, you should yeah, hire. Better than Larry Eustachy. That guy was horrible. <laughs> he was. Larry drinks, uh, goes more through more booze in a night than you and uh, Portuguese Joe. I think so. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't have Patron on my bedside table. No, you're absolutely right. Like Larry Eustachy, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a lot of photos of him out there yeah, on the internet it, with a little, little touchy-feely yeah. with, with the... With the uh, Let's just see Larry like keg parties. He, he wanted yeah. to go in the hot tub time machine and be a kid again. He didn't like becoming an adult because he couldn't party as hard, but yeah, anyway, that'd be a really interesting thing. You get a, a female coach in Colorado State. Why not? They're leading early in this game, too. Are you on them as a dog? The you know, Rams? She's a um, she's a longtime assistant. She's been an assistant uh, with the Spurs for the last yep. four years. First time full assistant coach, female assistant coach in the NBA. I, I always sort of thought that Greg Popovich was grooming her to, to take over really? there. Mm. Yet... You know, she has to sort of climb the ladder a little I bit. I agree. Right? You're an assistant coach, and I think taking the Colorado State job is actually, that, that'd be great. And if she does a good job with the Rams, then she can eventually go to the NBA. One thing I will say about having a woman's coach in college, I think she'd be better suited to the, to the pro game in the sense that pros are grown men. And yeah. would just respect her basketball sort of IQ and what she's done with her career. Resume. Yeah, well, she's a smart. Yeah, she's a smart basketball mind. This girl, and she, yeah, she's a great player uh, as well. You know, college kids. 
You yeah. know, I hate to be like stereotypical, but is she going to be able to keep like a 19 year old kid in line? Right. Yeah. It's, it's just it's a different different mindset for recruiting. A lot of guys will be like, man, I don't know if I want to play for a girl, for a woman. I'm saying from a kid's perspective. I think like like the spur players and I see like Kawhi Leonard days like, yeah, she's helped my game immensely. Like she, they respect her. She's not on the Spurs staff just because she's a exactly. Chick, right? Greg Popovich, she's a winner. He would not do yeah, that. No, like she's been a winner everywhere she's been. Uh, this woman, she got really, really criticized in the past uh, as a traitor because she played for Russia in the Olympics. Well, would you be a traitor if there was no other spot on the American team? Wouldn't you go play for somebody else? Yeah, well, she had a feud with USA Basketball. Yeah. And the thing is, if you play in the Russian Pro League, you're allowed to play on the Russian Olympic team. Cool. And she plays on the she plays in the Russian Pro League. I got no problem with the that. The Russian Pro well, League women's, they pay way more than a WNBA. Smart. Hey, you remember, you remember in hockey back in the day when uh, Brett Hall couldn't make the Canadian team, he had American. We got cut from the Canadian team, and America said, you guys want to play with us? I'd say, giddy up, fellas. You know what? I want to play in this competition at the top. Sorry. You, there's allegiance to your country, and then there's an opportunity to do one thing in your life, and that's playing the, play the Olympics. I'd be all over that, Gabe. That's my, that's my <laughs> thing. W- wouldn't you? Like, no, honestly, like, say, say you played for Canada and they said, you know what, Marancy, yeah, this goaltender's better than you. Sorry, we're cutting you. I and play. USA said, hey, man, you, you want to play for us? I say, yes, yes, yes. I would play for... Uh, I'd I, play for Kazakhstan. I, I would play for Iran if they asked me. <laughs> I'd play for Qatar. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. an interesting story, though. I, yeah, I, I, I wish her success. Yeah, I don't know... Uh... <laughs> I would play. Yeah, I'd play for Iran, too. All right. So as we were saying when we got cut off earlier, and that, that was on me, my, my apologies uh, for that. As we were saying, first off, so, yeah, there's no uh, there's no uh, lineup uh, lock today. It's 6 o'clock, unfortunately. But Steam Shrimps will be around. Tony Cicada is going to join us at the five in the 520 hour. We're going to go through our lineups. I've already made lineups. Cam's already made his lineups. Like I got, we're, I got two we're sharing lineups, the yep. information, man. You got it, brother. But. Yeah, so there's going to be no lineup uh, lock hour show at 6 o'clock uh, today due to the extreme softness and wimpiness, as I was saying, when we got cut off. I thought that Florio shut us down because I called him a wimp, and, uh, and he shut us down. So, yeah, oh, it's snow. Ooh, it's snowing. You know, hey, I don't know. Is Cardano there right now, actually? Because I think Cardano made this decision. Is Cardano there, Florio? Is Cardano in the room right now? He is not. Hello? Like, uh. Are you guys, are, are you aware, Mike? Like, you're a Buffalo Bill fan. We love snow. Like you know, are you you are aware that snow melts, right? It's precipitation. Yes, it does. It it turns to yes, it does. It turns to water. It turns to water, and then the streets of Manhattan will just yes. sort of have a couple of puddles, puddles. and stuff like that. Like In a day or two. Is there really? Is it really a snowstorm, or is this like is this flurries? Uh no, it looks like a snowstorm. I mean, compared to you guys up there, this may just be flurries, but it looks like a snowstorm to me. What do you mean, you guys up here? We're six hours away from each other. Yeah, but you guys get a lot more snow than we do. <laughs> Actually, there's a misconception, no, Florio. I'm going to tell you something. There's no snow. There's no snow The anywhere. city of Buffalo gets 20 times more stu- uh, snow than uh, Brancy Studios' location does. It's a, it's a proven fact. They get the lake effect snow. They get rocked. I honestly thought you guys had the same weather. What is Buffalo? No, they got yes. worse weather. Way Florio, uh, Buff- let me tell Buffalo, you something. Yeah, worse. Their weather is a hundred times worse. Like they get snow- snowed in all the time. It's a disaster. There ice storms. We have a couple, but not like them. Buffalo They're- gets rocked. 
Yeah, it's their. Um, why do so they... It's a lake effect. That's where yeah. where it comes in. That's the thing. They get they get hit hard. You know, it's amazing in Niagara Falls. You've been there so much. I know. You ever been to Niagara Falls and like you're literally like a mile away from the falls and you're getting hit with the falls. Like when the wind know, blows yeah. it, when it's cold and it's windy there, it's it's like a mist everywhere. That's what in I your was face. gonna say. It's the, it's bait, like everywhere. It's the bait of the mist on Like steroids. I remember coming out of Falls View, and it's like, what the hell? Yeah, I'm getting, no, yeah. You get you get rocked. You have a hood on. It's like <laughs> like you hear it like bouncing up. It's like man. If I wanted the falls, like it's a it's a mist in the entire city. You know yeah. what it is? It, it's almost like mini icicles smashing your face at like high winds. I know it's it's crazy. It's yeah, but I, I'm nuts. still thinking I still might end up retiring in Niagara Falls. Very cheap property there. Like Very I said, they're, they're going cheap. bankrupt now too. It's actually funny. I know a guy who owned a wing shop there. He wanted me to be a partner, and I've always wanted to own a wing shop after I'm done, Gabe. Love chicken wings. Fantasyfactor.com. Single contracts, contest uh, entries only. Yep. We're going to talk some DFS. And God is going to join us in about 20 minutes. We'll get to our best bets of the day. And I'll try not to unplug us. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844 844- 84FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. Can't get distracted yeah. by Stormy. Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels. Puppies. She looks really, really. Puppies, everyone. Puppies. She's very beautiful. Game. You notice the mainstream news? They just love an opportunity to show her, though. They right? sure do. Porn star. Porn star. <laughs> She's aged well. Very well. She's got a damn good lawyer. Yes. Like a really good lawyer. Like it's, you're saying like her lawyer, going to be in trouble. This guy, the lawyer. Is like kicking the crap out of Trump's lawyer right now. He looks like, like, he looks like a shark. Him filing this lawsuit really boxed Team Trump in here right now, just legally. Politically, it doesn't mean Jack. No one cares. But uh, but uh, legally and stuff, uh, she's really really smart. And she, you know what's going to happen? She's angling. She filed this lawsuit now because she knows that they're not going to go to court. It's like when a, when an unnamed uh, hockey player threatened to sue me for slander and libel, yeah. and an attorney told me he won't do it because he'll have to go to court and he'll have to swear under oath that he didn't do what you said, and he did do it. Settlement. So it's the same thing here. Like, they're not going to go and argue this because it's going to come out that, yeah, we did pay her, and, yeah, we did sleep with her, so they're not going to do it. So basically now... She's going to get paid again. Yep. I guarantee you, you're going to see Stormy Dan is going to go away soon. She's not going to talk anymore because Team Trump is going to say, listen, 
sign another confidentiality yeah. agreement. Here's $5 million. Here's, <laughs> no, shut the hell up. How many zeros? But the thing is, she's already been offered multiple millions for the book deal. I know. So she's got him by the balls part in the pun, where now she's like, listen, I've already been offered $3 million for a book. I can tell all. What are you going to pay me not to tell exactly. all? Exactly. That's what this is all about. In the end, the lawyer just sort of made her money. Like, very good uh, lawyering right there. I believe we got Mike Cardano. Hey, there are any uh, porn stars that aren't stars? That, you know, yeah. Mike, it's always bothered me, too, the term porn star. Not every chick is a star. That's that true. bends over is a star, Mike, right? <laughs> is every athlete a star? That's true. No, that demeans Lisa Ann. That demeans Jenna Jameson. The real stars in the industry, Mike. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be a bench. There's some reserve role players, no? <laughs> you know, you're role players. You're right. Like, is everyone on the Yankees a star? No, you're right. No. You're a star baseball player? No, you're a baseball player. Some guys ride the pines. Yep. Very so, true. I knew somebody who was, a, who was a, uh, a fluff girl. Really? Fluff girl? Yeah. Yeah, they wow. just kind of keep you going in between shoots. That's amazing. Good gig. Does yeah. it pay well? Uh, you what, need what gig, do you I think. What, what, do you, what do you think, Union, Union. What do you think? I think it would, I would, think it would be okay. You're keeping people, uh, what's the best way of putting it? Yeah, it's like the on-deck circle. <laughs> hey, Mike, <laughs> is that the, it's a good way of putting it? Yeah. She's like, yeah. She, so what's the deal with this? So, what's, so are you what's either, snow? I got to tell you, Mike, like, your compassion, like Cam, me and Cam have noticed. You've been very you're really becoming a nicer guy recently. Like, I, I don't know what's going on. Um, if you're coming into a lot of money, if you're having a lot of sex, or like uh, you just seem to be more laid back, and you're like, you know what? I don't want people getting caught up in a, in a blizzard. You guys can go home early. And me, quite frankly, I think it, it shows signs of weakness and softness because the snow's going to melt and it's going to go away. But then I started to think that, uh, no, you just don't want to get sued. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it's like Stormy Daniels. <laughs> I want to be the plaintiff for once. I'm sick of being the defendant all the time. <laughs> I, I get people calling me. My phone's lighting up. G Gabe's saying you're a whip. He's calling you out on the radio. <laughs> on? You're soft. I'm like, what's going on here? What the, uh... <laughs> no, I didn't specifically say you. I saw I saw on CNN, yeah. like, Pennsylvania shut down the state today because it's snowing a bit. It's like, yeah, wow. It's like, just snow. I thought they were tough out exactly. there in Pennsylvania. But they thought they were tough. <laughs> <laughs> Not so tough. All right, uh, Mike. So you better get home safely, yes. Mike, unless you're already there. <laughs> Right, there's hey, a mic card. Kicked, I'm sorry. Yeah, the my, my weather's Adam. really awful here. I know. It's, yeah. it's, getting, it's getting crazy. <laughs> right. As soon as I started calling you guys soft before, I too, bad things Mike, I knocked myself off the air. <laughs> like, it was my fault. Like You're right. I, I know the rage is good for the show, but when you were happy and whatever, Air Force came back and covered. When you were raging, we got cut. So, you and we got I mean? another winner right now. Yeah, see? Positive. I'm going to tell you, Mike, people are making money tuning into the show. We got an email from somebody. Uh, they want 100 bucks with the DFA. It's only 100 bucks, but, hey, made 100 bucks last night with Sincata's uh, basketball lineup. All right, well, I mean, somebody won uh, 40 grand. 40 right? grand, yeah. There was a guy who won 40 grand last night. That's crazy. Oh, 40, yeah. 40 K. 40 K. Listen, I don't want to screw up the momentum. I just I wanted to call it defend myself if I needed to be defending myself. No, 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 you're, great. you're a great, great leader, Mike. You're passionate. It, 
compassionate. Yeah, there we go. Next time someone says otherwise, uh, you know, I'm going to tell them. You put your foot down and say, "This man cares." Thanks, Mike. Got my back. Thanks, Mike. All right, we're going to go for Mike Toulouse. So forty thousand dollars. I saw the email from Sincata. Okay, that's right. That's a new put a hundred dollars in. He gave us a few emails last night. I love getting Tony's late night emails too. They're absolutely fantastic. (laughs) You never know what's going to be. Hey guys, I got a question for you. Then he has another one. Uh, Yeah, a guy actually won forty thousand dollars last night. So I don't know what to say. A hundred bucks. So forty thousand one hundred dollars, and that's the only stories we know. Game. I want to find out from Tony if it crushes him that uh, he didn't win. Uh, he didn't. Uh, he probably won something, though. I gotta believe he's he, he won something. I, I I know Tony. He hit, he hits a lot of winners. Like he's a DFS monster. That guy takes people down. I got to all sorts of stuff. I got a hockey lineup. I got golf lineups. It happened. It happens to me sometimes, Cam. Where like people are like, thanks, Morenci, man. I went six and zero with your picks, and they show me the parlay. Yeah. They put five hundred. They won thirteen thousand. Oh my God! You're like, why didn't I Dude, parlay? I bet six games individually, one hundred and twenty-five a game, and won three hundred thirty-eight dollars. And I'm like, I'm like, man, some guy just won thirteen k with my picks. Let's bring in uh, Lou. 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 From Gamblu.com uh, right now. Uh, but Lou, Lou, Lou takes joy in making people money, don't you, Lou? Absolutely. I, I feel like uh, I'm a contributor. I want to try and also be a consultant so that young people, hey, I was a young person once, kind of trying to figure it out. I didn't have any mentors outside the guys that would tell me to go get turkey sandwiches. So uh, I love to try and contribute if I can. That's a great point, Lou. Like when we were young, we used to learn, we learned the hard way. Like we had to meet the bookie at the Burger King with an envelope. He's in an IROC. He's threatening you. And now kids can tune into the show, and you got all sorts of information. We were betting lines gave from the newspaper with no information. There was no pregame injuries. We we're just basically it, it was crazy back then. Yeah, time time. Yeah, when I when I started, uh, I, I remember my cousin weaseled me in. And I was, a, you know, a high school, college foot, uh, football player. And so yeah. uh, they sent, they would send me to the airport to go pick up newspapers because I'd get the, in Omaha, I'd get the Minneapolis or the Chicago or the Kansas City uh, uh, newspaper. And we would look at weather reports and, and health uh, injury updates and everything. And then I graduated the first day. I got into the big meeting with all these guys. They're all sitting around and they're talking about ball games, and I kept my mouth shut because I was told to. And eventually, they turned to me and they said, "Okay, uh, Louie, you know, how about eight and four? And I kept thinking to myself, "We're talking football, eight and four. Shit, they, these guys can't count. There's eleven men on the field. What the hell are they talking about?" And then they looked at me and said, "Yeah." Eight turkey and four uh, pastrami. Go on and go get the sandwiches. <laughs> so, Lou, like you said, people uh, people now, it's it's completely different with the information that's out there on the Internet uh, right now. But going back to the old days, like you said, so you were in Omaha, which not exactly like a media hub either, right? So did they have the gold sheet, like at a local newsstand at least? Like if you go to a local magazine store or something like that? Because to me, that was the big deal in the 80s, getting the gold sheet. There was no computers. There was no, you know, there was no tech. Basically, there was no ATS information or gambling talk, really. The gold sheet pretty much was the Bible, Lou. It absolutely was. And, and we had a horse track exarb in there. And so uh, during horse times, you'd get a gold sheet and a blue sheet, and eventually the blue sheet came out for ball games and stuff as well. But that's the only kind of technology you had, although 
guys that I hung with taught me some amazing stuff. One night at an Orange Bowl, uh, my, this guy who'll go unnamed, he calls the concierge to this high swank hotel down in Miami. He asked him, hey, how's the weather there? He's like, I'm coming in and I'm getting ready to go to the game. And the guy's like, oh, you're never going to get to the game. It's raining so hard. The street's got eight foot of water in and blah, blah, blah. My buddy hangs up the phone. We bet the under and cash. That's, that's old that's school. How you See, do that's, it. That's, 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 think, that's nice. When you bet that's too, thinking ahead. When you bet too, when we when we when we placed our bets, there's no. I used to call them into the line, like beep, you know, enter your code. Each guy had a number, and then you'd call them in, listen to the message, and hit the button. That's a whole different world out there. I used to order teams newsletters. Yeah, oh, smart. Yeah, I used to get the newsletters. Think I was really on top of it. I get like the Green Bay Packer <laughs> yeah, newsletter, newsletter. <laughs> reading like in August about the camp and stuff like that. Yeah, like I used to spend a lot of money on magazines, yep. newsletters, phone lines. I told the story before, Lou. My girlfriend thought I was calling, like, a uh, phone sex line because uh, we had, like, a $300 bill one month for, like, 1976 <laughs> numbers. Yeah. I, t- I told her, I said, no, it's not sex, all right? I said, I'm calling. I'm getting uh, picks. Picks. Picks and scores. And she goes, yeah, uh, I'm she goes, she goes, I've never heard it. She goes, who would do that? Who would be such a loser? Like you're, you're calling to get scores of a game at uh, the one nine, seven, six. I'm like, there's no other way. Yeah, I, said, I need to score. <laughs> like, Cause the free hotlines were, they weren't as good as the pay ones. No, the pay right? ones so you get through when I had big money on a game. Cause at the time you'd figure what I don't care. I'll pay the three bucks for the call. Cause I, I got three K on the game. The, I, I need to know the, the score. free ones were like sin, sin. Nasty. So I actually had to call. I Lou, I actually, had to call the 1976 number in front of her. I was like, look, it's not a sex number. And we dialed the number that picks up. You've reached the score line. (laughs) That that had to send her running just as fast as if it was. It did. She told me after. She goes, I almost wish it just would have been a sex line. She goes, I didn't know you were such a degenerate gambler. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) Good point. I never thought about that. It's almost like like, uh, what, uh, you know, it's like Homer Simpson. Lie about where you've been. I was buying pornography. Yeah, I was. I was here. It's like you pick your choice. Do I want her to think that uh, I have? A, I call phone sex lines, or do I want her to know I'm betting big money on? I know. Well, you're right. Some gamblers would say, "I let her think you're calling the sex line." I think more ladies would think sex lines better. And I, I know I've had this conversation with my girlfriend. Though nah. she, she she preferred the gambling. Yeah, I, I the think yeah, I need the gambling. Yeah, she she preferred the gambling. So, uh, Lou. Uh, no UFC this uh, week, but you did want to bring up uh, the fight of the century uh, between Ali and uh, Fraser. As long as we're talking about yesteryear, what's uh, what uh, what's uh, what about Ali and Fraser's on your mind right now? Well, Kevin Yoli uh, put out a tweet, and you can you can catch it on his timeline, and it's got all kinds of uh, documentaries. It's got a fifty-minute Dick Cavett special and Ali (laughs) Frazier was so epic it was epic because uh it it started my love for fighting and I'm going to use the Ali Frazier 1971 I'm a 12 year old kid listening to that fight at night we had the state of the art technology in my bedroom which was a clock radio we got for Christmas so I was able to listen to the fight uh on the radio round by round 
And uh, oftentimes when you and I talk, Gabriel and Cam, you'll soon figure it out too. I, I really am, I, I have a hatred now for boxing. And the reason I do is because my the pure young love that I had for fighting was all wrapped up in boxing. And then in the 80s, uh, actually in 79, the beginning of the smell became uh, it was 1979, and there's a number of fights, the 79 Pintor Zarate fight, the 88 Whitaker Purnell fight, followed by a terrible one, uh, Evander, uh, Evander Holyfield against Lennox Lewis, where Lewis just pasted him and they give him the wrong decision. And, and those bad decisions, uh, kind of like a young man in love, you get your first heart broken, you never forget it. Boxing ruined me in those 80s when graft and greed was running at him. And, and, and I just want to use Ollie and Frazier as the seed of such a great love for fighting that unfortunately boxing ruined with its greed in the 80s. And so I'm thankful that we have the UFC today and I got fight enthusiasts like uh, Gabriel and Cam as well as all the other folks out there that love fighting. And I, I just wanted to explain why I'm so hard on boxing and get that out of the way. You know, the one thing it's uh, very eloquently uh, stated, as you put, and yeah, I had a love affair with boxing and growing up, being from Montreal. I love boxing. 1976 Olympics, uh, so many boxers that came out of there from Spinks, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, of course, Duran Leonard won, was in Montreal. Montreal, a great boxing city. But I, I can't lie. I had lost some of my passion. I enjoy talking about the fights from a gambling perspective with you, but I had lost some of the passion about the UFC over the last couple of years. You know, hosting a show and dealing with Dana's crap and their threats, and, you know, I, I dealt with a lot of crap behind the scenes that I didn't bitch about because that wasn't going to help uh, bitching publicly about it. And, you know, the Connor stuff, and, you know, the UFC really – not in a great place the last couple of years. You can't deny this. But I will admit, the last couple of fights have been great. and the last couple of cards, I'm really enjoying it, Lou. And it's, you know, it's sort of Dana's not around. It's just the fighters bleeding, fighting, and kicking the crap out of each other right now. We don't need the Connors of the world. We don't need the drama and all that crap. I like what I'm seeing recently. Great point. And I haven't been starlaid in cards, but I've actually like watched the you know the cards and you know from top to bottom and said, "Damn, that's entertaining." I wish there was another one coming up. I will say the last couple of UFC cards have been very fun, Lou. Absolutely, they've been great, and really, uh, it's my job to find winners out of UFC cards, and it's other people's. How about our take how about Ortega? Well, we're yeah. we're going to get run soon, Lou, in a minute, unfortunately. But how about Ortega? I, I told you guys, and Lou was on Ortega. it, too. This kid's a real deal, man. And because he helps kids in the community in the inner city in L.A., and because he doesn't call people jackasses and, and, uh, and talk crap about women and he isn't racist, he doesn't get the attention. But this kid's the real deal. He's a hell of a fighter and a good kid, Lou. He's totally together, and I applaud whoever – contributed to make the kids so centered and so together, he's going to be good for a long time. All right. So, uh, Cam, we're going to see Lou next week in yeah. Vegas. I was going to ask Lou if he liked the pony since he was talking about horses. Maybe we could hang out the horse book for a while because uh, you know what oh, I like hey, my horse on. I, I got a guy, Jimmy Q, in Vegas that's so good at the horses, I don't have to handicap because I'm not that good. This Jimmy, guy Q. Reads Jimmy the horse Q? Jimmy Q? Jimmy Q? 
I like Jimmy Q. He knows a horse farm like Cam knows the menu at his local Chinese restaurant, huh? Exactly. Exactly. Well, I want to be very Jimmy busy Q. tonight, Mr. Stewart. Yeah, very busy, Mr. Cameron. Thanks, thanks, Lou. Have a good one, Lou. I can't. I can't wait to meet you guys next week. Have a good week. Thanks to Lou. Didn't want to run Lou, but since there's no lineup lock at six o'clock. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Much as the listeners, <laughs> the listeners are winning. Big. The listeners, and I brought this up earlier, Tony. Like you know, you want to win people money and stuff, right? Yes. But it's like, it's like, yeah, this guy wins forty k. How much did you win last night, right? Oh, it's yeah. one of those deals. Yeah, a couple hundred bucks. You know what's crazy about that game, though? But you're on the same boat. You've been doing this a long time, right? I, I love the dickheads on Twitter that said, "Why would they give out winning lineups to keep them from themselves?" Well. It takes a long time to get to where we've got and, and been able to do this for a living. And if we just came on here and, and BSed everybody, we wouldn't have a job. And we take pride in that. And we and we do our best. And we research things more than everybody else. And that's why we do what we do. So I like it when people win. Yeah, you want, yeah, to, exactly. you want people to make yeah. money. It gives you credibility. Yeah. That's but what it does. Yeah. Another thing, Tony, I want to say, man, your parlay last night, Gabe, I looked at that. Oh. He lost one game last night in his five-gamer. <laughs> the Dallas Mavericks I was thinking about you. I couldn't believe it, man. I couldn't believe it. Well, I can, but I I couldn't believe believe it. it. So I'm coming back tonight with a five-game parlay. I like your style, Tony. Once you fall off the horse, you get right back on. Like I said, you've known Cardano a while. i got to tell you, I don't know, like, uh, what's his deal? He seems to be more compassionate there recently and stuff. I don't know. Like, you're you're in Jacksonville. Me and Cam are fine. I mean, I was born in 10 feet of snow, right? Yeah. Like, I, you know, like, I, like shut down. All right. Yeah, I, I told these guys, you know the snow melts, right? It's going to turn to water. I don't want to sound like an idiot, but I used to cover dog mushing. Like, I understand this from, like, Topeka, Kansas yes, or something, yes, right? Yes. But, like... <laughs> so, yeah. Flor- so yeah, people, people, Florio- people in Manhattan are panicking now? Is Florio wearing a dress in that studio? You know, like, Florio, what's wrong with you? Florio's just happy. He gets a good dress. So why are, we clo- why are we closing early tonight? <laughs> I was told that was that was the decision. I, uh, I didn't and you didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear you arguing. Say, Mike, my daddy was a postman, and he delivered every single day, eight miles a day, walking in the snow with his rubbers on. I didn't hear you say that, Mike. Me and my dad actually used to uh, we used to go snow plowing. <laughs> so that's why you're leaving early. You're gonna make more money. No, no, you no, know, not I more. I got a, I got a new pair of skates. Um, I got a new pair of skates uh, once, and uh, it was literally like minus twenty three out. 
Like it would, yeah. it was kill, like frostbite type stuff. Yeah. And I went, uh, I went out and I played uh, hockey. I was like the only one on the rink, and I'll never forget. I went into the store to get a Gatorade, and I had the skates and a stick. <laughs> and uh, the guy in the convenience store told me, "You true Canadian." True Canadian. You true Canadian. Yeah. He goes, "Very cold." Very. I said, uh, "I said it's hockey weather." Yeah. I said, no, it's just, oh, "This is Canada. This is it's hockey weather." You, you well, know what? You know it's cold, Tony. Let, let me tell you. It's like it, the Olympics, though, Cam. Yeah. Sorry, remember in yeah. South in South Korea? Oh, it's cold. Oh, I know. It's, it's not, the Winter Olympics, it's Jackass. Exactly. It's supposed to be cold. <laughs> hey, Gabe will tell you, Tony. I used to live in the Arctic, and I'll tell yeah. you, it was minus four. I think it was minus 48 that day. I literally took a piss, and it, before it hit the ground, it crystallized. That's See, that's cold. the different cold. Are no, you no, up that, there that's the, called death cold. Where were you? Yellowknife. Yellowknife. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's crazy about that's Gabe's like story? Alaska, right? That's like yeah. Alaska well, type stuff? Northwest Territories. Yeah, we're just uh, east of Alaska. Just so Gabe, Gabe tells a story about going into the uh, the store in Toronto, but he makes the guy sound like an Asian accent in, in the city of Toronto. Is there a lot of Asians? Uh, I think the Korean convenience store game is run by Koreans. You know oh, what? Okay. Yeah, the Koreans. Oh, they, they got a nice. Uh, yeah, every store every store. Yeah, every store is owned by Koreans. But yeah. I remember when I was younger, Tony. I asked my father once. There was a Chinese store. Right. <laughs> He's like rice, like Chinese, like herb or whatever. Chinese food store, or whatever, in my neighborhood. And I asked my dad. I said, "How come there's a Chinese store here?" And he had a good answer. He goes, "When there's uh, one in every four people in the world are Asian, son." He goes, uh, there's no bad location great, for an Asian store. Great answer. Great answer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what? They're a quarter of the population, Tony. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Gabe knows my buddy Visine Vince. He's Asian, too. Yeah. And I'll tell you, tell you something. Tony, Vince Vaughn. There's, yeah, That's his name, yeah, Tony. Vince Vaughn. Yeah, Tony, one of my best friends. His name is Vince Vaughn. But not Vaughn. It's V-U-N instead of Vaughn. And unlike most Asian people, he doesn't gamble. Uh, really? sorry, he, no, Actually, he, he gambles hard. He gambles, excuse me. <laughs> gambles I used to do a joke because when I moved in Florida, I moved, when I moved to Florida, everybody used to say, Tony, can you say park the car? I said, I don't understand it. I don't go up to every Asian guy and say, how's life with limited peripheral vision? <laughs> That's that's not good, Tony. <laughs> I'm just saying, people pick on me because of my accent. Leave me alone. I don't do it to you. I'll tell you one thing too. A lot of white guys don't know this trick, Tony. But yes. in, in our neighborhood, like white people tend to just shop at like regular stores. I go to the yeah. Asian stores because the prices are amazing. No, no uh, chicken wings are cheaper. Everything's better. <laughs> Trust me. They love have the, great. Love the, love they the have this red sauce. The Chinese people call aso sauce a h s o. That's unbelievable on chicken and ribs. I, I put it on everything, Tony. You do? You know <laughs> yeah, the aso sauce? I know exactly what you're talking about. I do. I, I do that sauce and I do sriracha. I like. Oh it yeah. I yeah. like it, Tony. I like it hot. Real hot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're, we're, we're DFSing it today, boys. Yeah, let's, let's jump in. We got a lot of information yeah. to get to. We do. Uh, here. We, do. That'll be less we have the Gourmet that'll Channel going yeah, on here. That'll be less offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Good point, Gabe. Yeah, yeah. This, we'll just sort of move on now. <laughs> we will. All right, oh, so let's talk some golf. Let's start uh, with you, Cam Stewart. Yeah, well, we got uh, the Valspar Championship this week, and I was actually, uh, Tony sent me an email. I'll go through your guys' lineup, but I love the situation this week. There's a lot of big-name guys, but uh, a lot of interesting guys, too, Tony, like Henrik Stenson's playing for the first time. Yeah. And I will say one thing. From a DFS perspective, sure, Jordan Spieth can win the tournament. But if you take him as the most expensive guy, I don't really think he's good value this week. So I don't know your take. I'm avoiding Jordan Spieth in all of my lineups, and I'm rather going to do like a Tony Finau or a 
Henrik Stenson. What's your take? Yeah, he's too much. He has to win. So I don't have him in any of my lineups. I'm actually dropping down to Sergio Garcia. Uh, he played good last week. He hasn't won at this course, but he's played well. He had skipped this course in the last couple of years. So Sergio Garcia and last year's winner Adam Hadwin, who played really good last week, are the keys to my, my uh, rosters this week. Yeah, great call. Adam Hadwin with Canadian won this tournament last year, beating Patrick Cantlay. Tony, so I'm going to start this uh, lineup up with you. I, got, I love I love Henrik Stenson. I think he's absolutely fantastic at $10,200. Also, I look for guys six for six cuts because you got in DraftKings, you got to make the cut or you're not going to win any money. So yep. he's going to be my top pick, even though he hasn't played a lot. Brendan Grace, I think, is a very good price at $8,600. 12 for 12 cuts, 70.4. This is my my Asian, Tony. Ben On. Bian Hanan is I like top him. guy this week. I think he could win the tournament. He's eighty four hundred bucks. Benny Hannes. But what? Benny Hannes. Benny Hannes. Yes, exactly, yeah. Berenzi. I'm gonna go with my namesake. Hello, it's Cameron Smith from Australia. Like the most uh, uh, white name going. This kid, watch out for him though. He's hot. Eight for eight in cuts. He's on fire. Also, Gabe. Everybody has to have Ross Fisher in your lineup. Seventy six hundred dollars. <laughs> this guy's amazing. He's one of the, like he's a top twenty machine. Tony. I had him last week. I had him last week. Cameron Smith. Nine top 20s in his last 10 starts. So his last 10, nine of them have been in the top 20. He tied for six at Riviera. Now, the only thing I don't like about your uh, Henrik Stenson, I'm a little concerned about here, and I play Stenson a lot. He, in his last tournament was a month ago. And he fought, tied for 60 in Malaysia. Uh, before that, he played well, though. He had a solo eighth in, in uh, you know, in Dubai. Yeah. And, he had, and he had a sixth out there, too. Uh, but a month off, I'm a little concerned, and then traveling to the United States there. I don't know how much of a, you know, golf uh, that comes into play there. But I usually like the European players in this second week here. Good point, Tony. And another thing is I do multiple lineups, so I'm taking uh, Stenson in one, Rory in another, and Tony Finau. Like, I, I want to mix it up, but my final guy who Gabe can appreciate, smoking good... <sighs> Buds, Bud Collie, seventy two yeah. hundred bucks for for senior Bud. That rounds out the lineup there. But I think on from a DFS perspective, on Smith and Fisher are must plays in your lineup. Really good prices. I, you know what? I like I like Sergio this week. I said Hadwin, and I think Louis Oosthuis uh, is there. Charles Schwartzel has played good at this course. He's only seventy four hundred. But the one cheap guy I'm going to give you guys this week, I'm going to play him, and this is a hunch more than anything, is our guy Dominic Bazelli. Bazelli is a guy that no one knows. Seventy one hundred bucks, but he's played good. He's jumped out to lead. So he played. He he shot a sixty eight uh, in the first round at the Honda Classic, a sixty seven at the Genesis Open. He he made the cut in both of those. Finished thirteenth and twenty six. He finished third in the Valspar Championship last year. So he's only seventy one hundred. I'm going to put him at the bottom of my lineups and hope for lightning strikes twice. What about John? Huh? John Ha? Who is John? John Ha? Ha. Yeah, John Ha. John Ha. Like, huh? <laughs> Johnny Ha. It's John, Johnny Ha. I like that Baselli pick a lot. $7,300. Yeah, John Ha's actually a lot of people think he's a I know, I know. this week. You know who my value pick is uh, this week? Ben Martin. Ooh. Ben Martin. Martin. $669,900. This is my lineup, uh, Tony. Tony Finau. Tony Finau. I love Tony Finau. Tony Finau. $9,400. Moops. Ryan Moore, oh, boopsie, ninety-one hundred dollars. And you know what? I'm not a big Moore fan, but I've got. Uh, he plays well here. Yeah, I think he, he has I think really his good game is well suited uh, for this uh, this track. Fairways and greens. Ben Martin's my value pick at sixty-nine hundred dollars. Adam Hadwin, eighty-eight hundred dollars. You guys both have Hadwin in your lineup. Kevin Streelman, seventy-five hundred dollars. Louis Louis, 
Ustazen. Ustazen. Ooh, we get a lot of same yeah. guys here. You know I got, so that's my lineup. For now, Moore, Ben Martin, Adam Hadwin, Kevin Streelman, Louis Ustazen. You know what? You and Tony have two same guys in your lineup. You both have Hadwin and you both have Ustazen. So I, good stuff. I think we've got a good lineup, Tony. Yeah, I got Sergio Garcia, 10,900. Adam Hadwin, 8,800. Louis Louie, 8,100. Steve Stricker, 7,500. In wow. 2016, which was only two years ago, he tied for seventh at this course. Uh, I'm hoping he make the cut, and he's a guy that's played well here through his career. So Steve Stricker, I'm sticking back in the time machine. Charles Schwartzel at 7,500. And I told you my, my play, Dominic Bazzelli, finished third in this contest last year at 7,100 bucks. No, Guys, there's five par threes on this course. I know, I know. So par three players uh, come into play here. And you know, those old good, guys. You know, the older yes. guys. And yeah. that we haven't talked about. Uh, I'm a Dodger fan. Chavez Ravine. Oh, Chez Ravine. Oh. Chez Ravine. <laughs> Chez Ravine kind of flying under the radar you know a little bit here, guys. I think Chez Ravine might be in line for a, t a T20 bet. You know what I like about Chez Ravine? He was really hot on the California swing. The only reason I didn't take him now, Gabe, is coming to Florida. He's, he's just had, like, because he's playing a lot of golf. But, hey, he might be well-rested and ready to go now. But I he's was, a good uh, par uh, five oh, player, he's, and he's a good, uh, he's a good. Uh, he's a great, he's a good, got a great short game. Yeah, and he's a good par three, uh, three uh, guy as well. 14th uh, on the par threes. I was going to say. One of the it's too door. cheap. Too cheap this week. Charlie Hoffman at seventy three hundred bucks. Uh, he tied for twentieth last week, forty first the week before. Charlie Hoffman should never be seventy three hundred bucks. And I got a guy for you who shouldn't be $7,100 if you guys need to go expensive and fill in. Bo Hostler. The Gabe calls him the quarterback from Texas. Big Bo Hostler. $7,100. This guy has been a money-making machine this year. That is a cheap price. What about for betting purposes, uh, Cam? Henrik Stenson, uh, I twenty like, to one. I like, like your in, Tony Finau even more. I Finau, think. yeah, Finau, twenty-eight 20, to one. Yeah. Do you want my six-pack? Is Hadwin really going to repeat? He That's the be, thing. I think he'll be. He's going to be right there. Yeah. He played he really good last week. Hadwin's just a good golfer, man. And the thing about this, remember, Tony, when I watched this tournament, Patrick Cantlay was repeating down his neck. That kid from UCLA, he's a stud, right? And Hadwin, he actually put one in the water. He started to look nervous and like choke. A lot of these Canadian guys when Cantlay's they have a lead, a Bruin. They choke. Well, yeah, Cantlay's a UCLA Bruin. But you know what he did? He regained himself, and down the stretch, he ended up winning by a stroke. Adam Hadwin is learning how to win, and he's made a lot of money. This guy, like, he's very underrated. Oh, absolutely. He absolutely is right. Uh, last year, he was supposed to get married during the Masters because he didn't think he'd qualify. Right. And, then he, and then he won, and he, uh, he had to put off his wedding. If he uh, asked me, I would have told him to put it off for a lot longer. Put it off. Yeah, I know. What, what do you think, Tony? I don't know if you heard earlier, Mark Lawrence. Cam told him, uh, happy wife, happy life. He took yes. his wife out uh, to Orlando, and I said, uh, no wife, no strife. <laughs> <laughs> I like no wife, no strike. You like that? No I think that, no yeah. I think that's, uh, yeah, that one's a lot better. That, that's a lot better. You, you, Tony Finau, you know what What I like to know for Tony Finau? You, you could get a top 10, two to one for Tony Finau on a top 10 He's got 10 to drink some putts. Are yeah. the putts going to fall? Oh, that's the thing. Every, that's every the thing, week, right? That, Yep. That's his M.O. Ball, Tina Green is one of the best in the world, guys. And I, I want to get out of your guys' way because I know we got one more segment left with the DF, uh, DFS basketball. So can I give you my six-pack game? Yeah, bring so, it out. Yeah, who do you got? I, so this is my betting six-pack, Tony. I'm going to ride. you got two minutes, Cam. So, like, Cam thinks his six-packs need to be read in ten seconds, uh, Tony. <laughs> Maybe I'll just cr I'll crack one and take so my look, time. So, look, you got, you got two minutes, okay. 120 seconds, six golfers. 
You got 20 seconds per golfer. Okay, well, I'm going with Frankenstein, your guy. Tony Finau at 28 to 1. As we talk about, he hits it a ton. He's got to hit a putt for us on Sunday, though, but he, he's been a top five and top ten machine. That is good value because guys like Rory and Stenson that are bend on. I like to shop at the Oriental store, Tony. Good hot sauces <laughs> and hot golfers, 40 to 1. Hey, 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 hey I love Get him a massage while you're there. Yeah, a happy okay. ending. I will. If I if Ben on wins this week, I'm in. I was going to say I'm a big, big, big fan of Asian hookers, Tony, and uh, I'm going to go with Ben on. <laughs> I'm going with uh, Brendan by the grace of God at 45 to one. He's another guy I put in one of my lineups. I think he's a very dangerous golfer, very similar to Ustazen this week. They got the same kind of mo. Uh, Cameron Smith is very, very close. He's knocking on the door. He's 55 to one. The young Australian. This kid is actually a real, real shooter. We're getting value on him soon. He's going to be a 30 to one player. Ross Fisher is one of my favorite DFS plays. I think he's going to be everywhere, and he's 60-1. to 1. This Brit won't have any problems playing in the win. He's got a total game, but because of McElroy and all these other guys, he's overshadowed. And two bombs for you. Five pack with two bombs. Bud Colley 110, and Bo Hosler 115-1. to 1. Ferenzi, you're on the clock, friend. It's a tough, man. It's a tough one for betting purposes. It is. I'm going to go with uh, for now. Yeah, good pick. I'm going with Tony for now and uh, Kevin Streelman. 50 to 1. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com slash premium and learn more about our awesome product. DKMS. Fight blood cancer. You can save a life. Go to a DKMS. Dot com slash FNTSY and of course Daily Roto if you want to make some money. 40K last night. Yeah, 40K. 40K. Big winners. Was uh, made, uh, well actually 40K plus made by the listeners uh, last night. So uh, let's shut up and get to uh, Tony Cicada's uh, lineup. I've got some thoughts on the NBA DFS late tonight. Uh, Tony, uh, tonight yeah. it's all about the Denver Nuggets and the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's the game I'm looking forward to watching and betting. That is the game with the highest total on the board. To go along with the Pelicans and the Kings, it'll be interesting to see the, uh, the Pelicans going back-to-back. Uh, tonight we have a high total with the Magic and the Lakers, and we have a lot of, uh, of line-up and injury situations tonight as well. Yeah, so the big problem tonight in the NBA is, is um, the big problem is Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis says he will not uh, give us an indication of whether he's going to be available to play to 7 o'clock tonight. So I don't think you could take the chance to put him in your lineup if we don't have a word there. I think you just have to drop down a James Harden or LeBron James uh, there, even though you want to go Anthony Davis. And I think that if Davis was ever out, right, 
Rondo and Holiday are going to put up some big numbers. So yes. I'm going to line up with Rondo and Holiday tonight. And I do have some Sacramento guys in there because this is the worst defense, the New Orleans Pelicans, outside of the Phoenix Suns. And Scott Labasseri, he's listed as questionable, but he is playing tonight and he will start. And I'm also going to use Costas Kufis, uh, who will play 25 minutes with Willie Cauley-Stein out tonight. Uh, so Rondo, Holiday, Labasseri, and Kufis I'm using in that game. I also have two Raptors, cheap Raptors signed against Detroit, who have been playing horrible. Van Fleet and Poete, uh, $4,438. Those two guys there I'm going to use, and I'm going to pair them with James Harden and Kyle Kuzma. Orlando doesn't stop anyone in the front court. Um, Without Ingram in the lineup, Kuzma played 31 minutes last game. Expect the same. You know, I look oh, at. has been on fire. I like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Portal. Yeah, Paul, we call him by yeah, Portal. Utah. Utah. I, I, like, you know, that no, Portal sounds like that's where you poop. There's no. Um, there's no R in the name, but there's Polish. an R in it. Yeah. Oh, is he Polish? Polish. Yeah. He's, that's right. He's exactly. Polish. The Polish Polish. The guy's yeah. tough. He's Polish. Utah Ute. He's very tough. Between him and Kyle Kuzma, I don't know why the Utah yeah, Utes aren't better than him. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good point. They got, <laughs> like got really good You got Pardo, you got Kyle Kuzma on your team. Maybe you need to pay more Delon than Wright Kuzma. Went to Utah. Delon Wright. Um, all right, let's start off with the point guard position here. Harden's 11-1, and we'll go through uh, Tony's lineup in a minute, but Harden's 11,001 tonight against the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Oladipo gets Utah this evening. I like Holiday, Holiday tonight against Sacramento. You know, he's got a lot of jump in his step. Uh, back-to-back won't mess him up. And as far as Davis is concerned, it was a real scare last night. Uh, Tony, it looked yeah. like, uh, you know, no one really knew the extent of the injury. And then, I don't know if you saw the gif in which there was a video of him lying down on a stretcher uh, in, in the tunnel. And, you know, it's funny. We were like, all right, man, if Davis is out, we're going to crush the Clippers in the second half because the Pelicans were up by 13. Yep. And then we, we waited it out, and then Davis was in, and I'm like, screw it. I got to take the Clippers plus eight and a half in the second half. So we crushed it. Game barely went over the number. When we hit the Pelicans, uh, hit the Pelicans plus the two, hit the Clippers plus the eight uh, in game, and hit the over. So they're going back to back. My guess is he doesn't play tonight. Back to back. I agree. Playing against Sacramento. They can't, they can't afford to lose him. I don't think no, he plays you know, tonight. Exactly, because he's been on fire. You can't risk it. His hip his hip was banged up. I think he sits tonight. I, I do like Holiday a lot, though. Do you build your team with LeBron, Gabe, and then fill in, fill in the blanks later yeah, on? Yeah, I what? do have LeBron in a lineup uh, here. And you know what? I've got uh, a guy that you brought up before in the past here. What do you think, uh, Cam and, uh, and Tony? Cam's brought him up in the past. Jordan Clarkson tonight, Tony, $4,600 in a game. I think it's going to be a real track meet tonight. The problem with Jordan Clarkson, though, is is Clarkson has been getting less playing time when he first than when he first got there. Now Denver twenty seventh in the league at defending point guards and two guards, but Jordan Clarkson hasn't put up thirty fantasy points uh, in his last ten games. He's maxed out at twenty five. Yeah. I, I know what a guy that I, I think what we should and look at. They actually played Denver. They actually played Denver on March third, and he put up twenty fantasy points. Yeah, so if he can listen, 25 is, is t- you know, that's five times the value right there. I was going to ask you guys this. Think about it. Houston beat Oklahoma City last night. They scored a lot that game, a lot of energy. I'm going to go, think about Milwaukee. I know they don't score t- tons and tons and tons, better defense. But Eric Bledsoe tonight at $7,500, I think, is a really good option because I think Houston, I know they're good, man. I know this winning streak's hot, but they got to, I think this is the night they maybe get a little bit tired. 
You know, it's crazy. When I saw that six-and-a-half-point line, I'm like, that's too much for I know. after coming off that game last night. Milwaukee's a good defensive team. Uh, Houston, Houston, they're in the middle of the pack, defending point guards, shooting guards. Uh, they're right in the middle of the league, 7,500. I, I think it's a decent play. Um, I don't think it's a great play. I think it's a decent play. I would actually go down a little bit in salary if I wasn't going to go. I like Harden, and I like Rondo, and I like Holiday. If I was going to go down to the next guy, I'd go Isaiah Thomas and Lonzo Ball in that matchup against Orlando's gods. You know, the only thing uh, I don't like uh, more than uh, some of the music Florio plays sometimes uh, is losing money betting against the Houston Rockets. Oh, and it's I've getting done, annoying. I've done it a few times recently, Cam. I'm going. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm doing it one more I'm time. All like, uh, I'm putting my foot down. I got no lucky money. the other night. I got a push with the Nuggets. You know, it was four and a half. I bought the half point up to five. I got the push. I thought they were going to come back. And maybe it's constant. Out. Remember, Tony, was like a week and a half ago. I was like, oh, they're at Utah. I think you like Houston that night. I took Utah. Yeah. They were getting there. I was like, man, Utah's getting six on their home floor. How do I not take these guys? Houston beat them easily. Houston. Last night, I took Oklahoma City. Houston beats them easily. I'm just getting tired of it. They've won 16 games in a row. I understand. I understand. I just think, isn't Milwaukee in a good spot tonight? They're getting six points, man. They are, but they're fraudulent to me a lot of times, man. They got so much talent. Like, I think they have as much talent as that. They remind me of the Eastern Conference Minnesota Timberwolves, the Milwaukee yeah, the Bucks. Yeah. You, yeah, you see all Teams these players, the and you're like, yeah. you go, what the hell's going on here? So I, ever watch, watch Andrew Wiggins, dude. He'll me, drive you nuts. Me and Cam sweat more doing a radio show than this guy does playing a basketball game. Like, he'll take his shots and watch when he doesn't have the ball. He literally just stands there. Literally. Like, he doesn't. I, like, he just stands there. I love tonight. I love. Uh, I So, that game's down to five and a half, Houston. So, I, I basically bought a point and a half, and I, I put it at four and given four. But I love Denver tonight over Cleveland. Denver yes. played like crap last night. Jokic yep. got benched. They're going to come out and, uh, and crush it tonight. Are you laying 55 cents, boys, or the three and a half? Seems like a low money line for, for three and a half. Enticing, enticing, money enticing. Line. Money line. I laid the three and a half. There's nothing worse, though, Tony. When I put those parlays together, I tend to do more. That's the one time where I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be burned. Like, if your team oh, yeah, drives yeah, yeah. you nuts. What about the total, 229, Tony? You think it gets there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. How can you not? How can you not? Yeah. Cleveland, uh, they, they play, they're like those Mexican bullfighters. It's a tough night in the NBA tonight, guys, because a lot of teams are on back-to-backs. Let's just run through Correct. the games quickly. Actually, all right, Tony, give your NBA lineup, actually. What's your NBA lineup? My NBA lineup tonight uh, is your guy Rondo, Holiday, the two New Orleans guys, Kuzma, Labasseri, Kufis, Van Fleet, your guy Portal, but I, I call him Poetti because Portal sounds like a place where Poetti. Poop. I like Poetti. Uh, Harden. I want to make everybody Italian, too. Harden is my last guy, 11,100 there. So I got two guys in that New Orleans game. I think you have to lay off Anthony Davis unless we get definitive words tonight. You can't take that risk, especially when you have LeBron James and James Harden both in good places. Bodanovic could go off. To oh, him, I, I, he, I like that play. He always screws me, dude, when I take he's him. Your, he's your, he, there's always one guy that will mess You know up. why? New Orleans don't play defense, though, right? They you just you could absolutely, yeah. You could absolutely put this guy in your lineup tonight, and he could go crazy, right? But anytime you put these jump shooters in your lineup, if they don't shoot well, there. And here's the thing. The guy shot 63% his last game, 50% his last game, 52%, and then 42%. He's been on fire. You know, something should happen the other way around, right? Sometimes these things even out. Tony, the uh, the Orlando Magic are, what, second to last defending the, the point guard position in, in the NBA? Yes. 
They've yes. got uh, Lonzo Ball tonight. Lonzo didn't have a great fantasy night uh, the other night, but he's going to bounce back. Lakers are playing good basketball. They they played well in spurts. It was a weird game against Portland the other night. They played well, the Lakers, and then they stumbled out of the gate. Then they played really well in the second and third quarters, and then they fell apart in the last four or five minutes. But it was really. It was really just Lillard taking over. The Lakers are at really trending upwards right now. I think the Lakers get back on track uh, tonight. I'm not really ready to lay the six and a half points here. Totals 224 and a half. Sounds like you'll like the over in this game. Yeah, I think there could be a track meet going here. But from fantasy purposes, I'm going to go back. I think Lonzo Ball has a nice game tonight. I actually like to lean a little towards Thomas out of the two. Like those two, I would yeah, lean to yeah. Thomas, Thomas there. Is, he's, he's coming off the bench, but he's shooting the ball like 20 times a game. <laughs> oh, yeah, he uh, he's back to uh, not his shy self. So, absolutely. Um, I think he is the better play. Just because when we saw Ball come back and he was playing real well, he was really firing away at the three-point line, and I thought that was unsustainable, and I think we're going to see a correction there. So I like Isaiah Thomas better from a scoring perspective. I know, Tony, we always talk about Kuzma in the minutes. He's $6,100 tonight. Do you pull the trigger? Love him. Love him tonight. Uh, He played 31 minutes in that game without Brandon Ingram, so you put him in your lineup tonight. What about with no Tristan Thompson? I think Larry Nance Jr., we didn't bring up Larry. Oh, He's up geez. to $6,300. LNG, yeah. getting expensive. Another guy, because I think you know, I'm looking to stack this game. Another guy I like tonight in this game, Tony, is Will Barton, $7,000. Uh, you know, it's it's interesting with Will Barton in that Denver team because you got uh, – Barton is the guy that I talked about this morning. I absolutely love uh, him in this game. I think he's gonna, he's the one that can score uh, on that team and he's automatic. So I like him tonight. And then you go and you look at – at, at the situation involving Nance, right? We don't have much to go on because he hasn't played that much in the system. But at 6300 bucks, I would take a shot on him, absolutely. If you put him and Kuzma together, you feel a little better about Kuzma, but I'm going to tell you, the guy with the most upside is probably Nance. I've got them both in a lineup. I've got a lineup here. Van Fleet, yeah. Jordan Clarkson, mm-hmm. LeBron James, Kyle Kuzma, Larry Nance Jr., Will Baby Bump Barton, James Enos the third, the third, and uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Well, let's hope uh, he doesn't screw you. Double B. I like the James Enos pick for people out there that see thirty-seven hundred dollars. Yeah, he's thirty-seven hundred bucks. Look at the minutes. Forget about what he put up fantasy points wise. He played thirty-one, twenty-eight, twenty-eight. He was one for eleven in his last exactly. game. Exactly. So all these guys, when I tell you that they're overshooting and that I get concerned about it, well, it's the opposite with James Enos. At thirty-seven hundred bucks, the team thought enough to keep him in the game for thirty-one minutes. That's all I need. Put him in the lineup. Tough night in the NBA for bets. It really is. And I've been I've been really good in the NBA this week, but nothing's jumping off the page. Not feeling it tonight. It's a it's a hard. You know, you know. I want to take Toronto, but the Pistons play better at home, so that's dangerous. Yeah. You want to take? uh, I want to take Denver. They played last night. The Raptors. I want to take Denver. Don't want to lay the points. Same with the Lakers. Mark Lawrence's trends have the Utah Jazz as the pick tonight, but the Pacers Pacers keep winning at home all the time. I know. Houston's won 16 in a row. It's a tough game, guys. I'm going to go over 214 and a half in the Houston Milwaukee game. I'm going to go over the 214 uh, in that uh, game, and I'm going to take the Denver Nuggets on the money line and the over 229. Those will be my three NBA picks. What's your uh, NBA parlay, Tony? Oh, you know what's crazy is uh, I just hit the uh, the open bets, and my uh, my site just had a problem there. So go ahead, and I will uh, re-energize my site. <laughs> I got a hockey lineup. If anyone cares, yeah, yeah, bring it up. Bring it up. Oh, everybody games. loves it. 
there's three games tonight. I actually won a little bit on, uh, like, I'm, I'm getting, been winning these double ups. Like, even though my goalie got nothing, like, I had some guys who did some damage. So let's do this. Sidney Crosby, 7,200 bucks. Got him and Malkin in the lineup. I expect fireworks. It's Philadelphia versus Pittsburgh tonight, the Battle of Pennsylvania. That means goals, fist fights. It's going to be a great night tonight. Claude Giroux, your favorite guy, Tony Giroux. Giroux. Seven, yeah, Giroux, $7,000. We're going to the population of Palmonville. Buffalo scores. $3,600 for Jason Palmonville. Jake for 10 and cheap, cheap, cheap. He's with the Vancouver Canucks. They got injuries to Brock Besser. He's the man. $3,200 getting more ice time. Oliver Ekman Larson, $4,900. Travis Hamannick, no teeth. Hurt people, $3,100. <laughs> John Gillies, my goalie for Calgary. Stay hot in Buffalo. And Michael Backlund, $5,700. Let's do this thing. Here's my uh, here's my parlay tonight. I got the Rockets. I bet them down. I put a money line. I went the I went the New Orleans Pelicans money line. Denver Nuggets money line. Los Angeles Lakers money line. And this is where I'm strapping it on in the Bulls Grizzlies game. No one would care about it unless they're gambling. I am going the Bulls with the money line. It's the strap on special. That's where I'm strapping it on. It's the strap on special. <laughs> Can you imagine getting porked Tony, in the butt Tony's on the Bulls? Game. He's looking to poke the book. <laughs> poke the book. <laughs> poke the book. Poke, poke, poke the book. It's a good site. Like Pokethebook.com. I like that one. Um, all right, I got some college picks for you guys here. I'm listening. Georgia Bulldogs. Yep. I don't understand this number. I think they're going to beat, uh, and it's a nice revenge spot for for Georgia as well. I think Georgia beats uh, Vanderbilt tonight. We like uh, Notre Dame tonight. And uh, let me uh, finish oh, the picture. Sorry, Marenzi. Yeah. Uh, George. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, thanks, thanks, Tony. Exactly. I'm not even through. Like, I didn't even get to the total yet. All right. So, I like Georgia and the over. It's down to 131 right now. They played twice this year. They got to 144, and they got to 147 in the two games. Georgia and the over, 132. Georgia money line minus 135. We got Bedlam. Oklahoma State and Oklahoma are playing each other. Uh, it's a massive game. Both teams are on the bubble. Like, really. Like, seriously, this is as serious as it gets. The last three times they played, the scores were 83-81, 109-89, and 96-82. The total is 160. It's going to get there. The Sooners don't play defense. Give me Oklahoma State and the over 160. Uh, we got Patrick Ewing and Chris Mullen throwing down tonight. Give me Georgetown Hoyas and over uh, 143. Georgetown plus five and over 143. Notre Dame fighting Irish. People are going to uh, be scared of them tonight because uh, they were flat against Pitt yesterday. We'll tell you that they're 8-2 and two all time at the Barclays Center. Virginia Tech, not the same team when they're not playing at home. Give me Marquette. I'm going to lay the five against DePaul. Marquette are on the bubble. They need this one. Uh, here's another one I don't really understand here. Give me South Carolina. Uh, Ole Miss have absolutely quit, man. Their coach is gone. Uh, they're falling apart. The Gamecocks get it done here. Frank Martin's going to coach, uh, you know, try to go on a little bit of a run. Give me Syracuse and North Carolina over 140. And give me the Washington Huskies plus two and over 139, Cam. I like those players a lot. I'm on the clock. In the NHL, I like the Philadelphia Flyers to beat Pittsburgh at home. I also like the over, over six. No goals in that game. My dog of the day. Oh, it's actually a Coyote. Plus 125, Notre Dame money line, Georgia money line, Washington money line in college. And I'm taking the Milwaukee game, plus the six. I'm an idiot going against the Rockets. May the winners be yours, Tony. May the winners be yours, Cam. We apologize. Guys, get home safely. I know there's a big Northeaster hitting uh, everyone everywhere. Not everybody is as tough as us can, can deal with That's snow. Right. So get home safely, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow at 4 until 7 o'clock. Other night, you're on your own later.